Hey up and welcome to another episode of the Rugby League Outsiders. My name's Craig. Uh, my name's Carl. And this week we're gonna we're gonna launch the Super League. Uh, you know, really, really excited for this. We're, all... we're launching Super League yeah, from, yeah. from Bridge North. 100% we're launching, yeah. We are so excited, you know, our Sky subscriptions have been bloody mothballed all winter. I barely watched anything on the TV and here we are now on the precipice of Super League starting again. So um, really, really excited for the new season. What about you, Cal? Oh yeah, and me. Uh, um, it's, it's back in it. It's finally back out of our, out of our league and, and my wife's just going, I just can't wait to have Rugby League on every night of the week on TV. <laughs> <laughs> she, just, she just can't wait. So yeah, that and the fact that we're doing everything else with the Rugby League Outsiders, it's going to be a busy Rugby League year for 2024. Yeah, it's going to be non-stop. By the way, if you didn't watch our live uh, broadcast on Tuesday, um, this is our anniversary week. You know, we started this podcast a year ago this week. You know, it just absolutely fly, flown by and some incredible opportunities. A lot of that is thanks to you guys as um, as viewers and, and listeners and, you know, sharing comments, inviting us to places. It's just been an absolute blast. So before we get into this episode, Carl, anything to say on that? No. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm only, I'm only joking. No, it's been a, look, it's been a, a, a spectacular year. Um, this podcast has done so much for me that I, I, you know, it's got me places to go. I never thought I'd go. I've met people I never thought I'd meet. Uh, and I've got a, just a great network of friends through this podcast. Uh, you know, just people I've just kept in regular touch with. It's great. It's great. And uh, just like this episode, in reality, we're just getting started. So, you know, that's that's what makes it even more exciting. Yeah, um, watch this space. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, so this week, what we're going to do is we're going to look at, uh, we're going to look at the, the, the season ahead. We're going to look at the upcoming fixtures. And um, and normally what we're going to do is this, as the season progresses, we're going to do a standalone prediction, but we, we thought we'd throw it all together and just get this episode out on Thursday so we can all sit down and watch the games as they air on TV. Yeah, and, and every game, every game is on Sky. Every, every game is on Sky this year. Every single game is on TV, yeah. Well, if it's on Sky, Super League Plus, BBC, or wherever else you get your rugby league fixes everywhere this year, isn't it? It's, it's great. I can't wait for it. Itching to get going. Yeah, and the natural place to start is uh, is with the signings from this year. Um, so we did a little bit of scouring on the old Tinterwebs, and uh, and we found you know we found the incoming players from from all the clubs. Um, if we can just go scan our, scan. I think we can go through them, can't we? As we go through each fixture, really. Or, is that how you want to do it? Yeah. I'm, 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 who's your standout? Uh, let's. I'll, I'll throw this back at you. Who's your standout signing for this year? Uh, I don't know. I mean, standout, standout signing. Um, Shall I tell you who mine is? Go on, Sam Burgess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's not even playing. It's just that—that's just a, a great story, isn't it? The the big man himself. He's he's back in Super League, uh, and it, it's going to be really entertaining to see how Warrington get on this year. And there's a lot of pressure on him. A lot of pressure. Yeah, my, uh, I think the, it's, it's a pair. The signing came as a pair from Salford, Brody Coft and Andy Ackers um, to Leeds. You know, really exciting for me because last year was a bit of a washout with Blake Austin and, and um, Aidan Caesar. Never really clicked, but they promised so much having played in Australia before years ago. Um, so I think that's my standout signing. I also like the idea, uh, and I'll be keeping an eye 
on um, on a cat on, on one of um, Catalan's uh, big signings. Where's where's my Catalan list? Right at top. Uh, yeah, uh, Jaden Nicarima. I don't know why his name just you know I'm just drawn to him, and I think he's going to have an absolute belter in the south of France. So so they're the two signings for me. Um, any others stand out for you? Matt Moylan at Lee. Yeah, Cronulla Sharks legend. Uh, you know, Lee had a great season last year. They really punched above their weight, and now they brought in a big signing like Matt Moylan. Yeah, can't wait to see how that goes. So stay tuned. We're going to run through the fixtures, give our predictions, and then we're going to give our season predictions to see you know who we think, like based on nothing other than just you know two blokes in a back room in yeah. Bridge North. D- do not be going to the bookies making your bets on what we say <laughs> because if you watch this when we did it last year, experts we are not. <laughs> yeah, so that's our little uh, disclaimer there. Right, so let's let's dive into it first. The first um, fixture is a Hull derby. Hull FC versus Hull KR at uh, Hull FC. So uh, what's your prediction, Cal? Oh, yeah, the dull derby. You've got to kick off Super League <laughs> with the dull derby, haven't you? I mean, <laughs> no, I actually think it's going to be a cracker. Uh, one of the teams I'm really looking forward to watching this year, Hull KR, I think. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I- I've got them. Well, well, we'll do our tables at the end who we think is going to finish where but Hull KR for me uh, are going to be one of the teams of the year yeah no I completely agree you know they tore it up last year really exciting to watch hopefully they'll back it up with Willie Peters at the Elm so um, yeah uh, who, who, who do you reckon is going to win uh, Hull KR for me all day long mate I th- I, I'm, I, I'm going to throw something else out here Tony Smith will be in the running to be one of the first coaches to get sacked this year Ooh, <laughs> you're going all out with the predictions. <laughs> Honestly. That's what this bit's all about, isn't it? Just yeah. making wild... <laughs> yeah, wild wild guesses, clip it, get it on the internet, and just create a storm like you freaking did before with, uh, with Jared Sarah. Jared Samet gate. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, agreed. Hull KR, I think, are going to take that. Um, I think Hull FC have recruited some good players. I think Hull KR will just be a little bit too exciting. Um, and I think... Despite the home advantage, I think Hull KR is going to win that. So, yeah, um, we agree on that so, one. So, Gildar in for Hull KR, uh, AJ Wallace from Bradford, Tyrone Mays in from Catalan, and, and the big story, Mikey Lewis, absolute cracking international, didn't he? Um, yeah. For England last year, I can't wait to see him build on that. And I, I, I just, I think the... I think Hull KR are going to be exciting to watch this year, especially in that pink kit. We're going to look, we're going to look great. Yeah, play um, great. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, completely agree with with, uh, with all of that. Uh, so you said Hull FC have made some exciting signings. I don't think they have. I think they were uninspiring last year. I don't think they've done out for a couple of years now, and. They, don't, they haven't brought anybody in that's made me go, oh, wow, yeah, Hull FC are going to be up the top end of the table this year. I'm not buying it. I think you're right. You know, looking at the list now, there's recognisable names. Yeah. You know, could you say that they're on form, the form players and, you know, and they're absolutely tearing it up? And no. They brought in a couple of lads from Canterbury Bulldogs who I don't know too much about. We'll see maybe they've made some signings, you know, gone through the back door that we don't know too much about and they're going to found a few uh, gems in the rough but uh, for me they're just, they're just uninspiring at the minute all FC yeah um, okay so moving on 
next uh, the next fixture, Friday, 16th of February, the first game on Friday is Leeds Rhinos versus the Salford Red Devils. Really? Yeah, so you've, you've said it, haven't you? Brodie Croft, Andy Ackers, the two, uh, are they the missing links in Leeds Rhinos' armour that, that's been missing for the last couple of years? Again, another team, couple, last couple of years, they, 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 well, last year they were just, they were neither here nor there, were they? No, no. Um, I'm going to say the two fit leads will either be really good next year, they'll, they'll finish top four, or they'll, if they don't start well, I'll give Rowan Smith eight games. He'll be down there with Tony Smith for one of the first coaches to be sacked in 2024. I agree. Um, my mouth is watering though, thinking that, you know, they think they might be white hot this year and finish top four um hopefully they will i, I don't i don't want to make a prediction because i did last year and it was shit um really interesting game with the backstory there i'm gonna go for a leeds win uh but i do like watching salford so um yeah i'm going for a leeds win on that one cow what about you oh it's gonna be a close one this is uh, uh it's it's was it at headingly yeah it's at headingly so i uh, i think yes i think leeds will win uh, I think it'll be very close. But I do also like the look of Salford this year. So, the, yeah, they have lost two big signings, but uh, they brought in Nenny McDonald, uh, Ethan Ryan, great sc- try scorer. Um, Cade Cust also has, has gone to Salford. So, you know, they were good last year, Salford. Um, they've, they've been building for the last couple of years, and, and I, think, I think Salford will be up there again this year. I think they'll be competitive a close game, but I'll go. We'll, I'll agree with you. I'll go Leeds. Okay, but really? we can't agree on every game because no, no, no. We, that's we, not interesting, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one then. Also, eight o'clock. Sky Sports mix. Uh, Lee Leopards versus Huddersfield Giants. The Lee Leopards. So it'll be our first chance to see Matt Moylan play for the already good Leopards uh, signings this year. I didn't look too much at who they brought in. Do, do, do. No, so they they haven't made any sort of real noticeable signings apart from uh, Matt Moylan, who's coming from the Cronulla Sharks. But, you know, Lee are building on something, aren't they? They were good last year. Not a massive influx of players that have left the team, so it's it's quite a steady ship. uh, And they've strengthened a bit. They'll be up there. They'll be up there this year. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, Be interesting to watch how they kind of pan out over the season. Uh, For me, my prediction, I've got... Uh, Lee Leopards to take the win. And me. <laughs> <laughs> and here's my other prediction, prediction. right? Third, uh, third coach who's going to be under fire, Ian Watson. I'll give him eight games. If he, if the, if Huddersfield don't perform at the start of this year, I think he'll be another one in the firing line. Really? Yeah. They they, they were just... They, they, there was nothing from him last year, was there? Um, I don't know. I don't know. They've brought in Thomas Deakin from Sydney City Roosters. I don't know too much about him. Uh, Adam Swift, Cervelio from from Hull. Uh, there's nothing there that excites me. They've lost Will Price, who's obviously gone to uh, back to he's, well, he's gone to the NRL to Newcastle Knights. There's, there's there's nothing much that inspires me about that Huddersfield team there, uh, and they weren't great last year. The McGilvery's now gone, aren't they? Unceremoniously. Yeah, they just, you know, served, played, him out. played for 20 years or whatever, and then they kicked him out of the back door. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Okay. Lee, so, Lee win. Yeah, we both um, we both predicted Lee to win that one. Uh, the third game on Friday night is the Saints against London Broncos. How are you calling this one? Oh, London win easy, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> no, I think London are going to be in some trouble this year. Um, they've not really brought many players in. Um, they haven't. They said, I, I think it's quite bad to say, but I think London have kind of accepted the fate a little bit before the season's even kicked off. Um, it's you know they people have said that they're going, they're going to be getting relegated regardless because of how IMG grading is this year. So it doesn't really matter where they finish in Super League this year, and unfortunately, I I don't I can't see them doing much. I think they'll be there for the wooden spoon. Well, it's definitely a tough game to start with, you know, straight up against uh, against the Saints. Um, of course, I'm going to go Saints to win that game, um, but I'll, I'll be rooting for London. You know, I'll be, I'll, I want to see them kind of compete, you know, regardless and and. Uh, and play for some pride. Yeah, I'd like. I, well, I hope they do. I hope they, you know, I hope they turn into the giant killers. And I, I think that's the thing, isn't it, with London? Actually, everybody writes them off all the time. They, they were wrote off last year, and look what they did. Yeah, they were, they were wrote off in the million pound game against Toronto a few years, and look what they did. So hopefully, yeah, London have got some secret weapons in there that that, that, that we don't know about. Um, but I, I, I just think it's going to be a difficult season for them. But Saint Helens, on the other hand, how do you think? How do you think they're going to go? Obviously, the goat. Roby, he's now retired, you know, what, how many what, thousand games under his belt? <laughs> yeah. how, how, you know, he's been playing there forever. Hasn't he? So Saints have got a transition this year. Um, be interesting to see how they go without him in the team. Obviously, they brought Daryl Clark in, who's, who's a good player. He's not James Roby, though, is he? No, he's not, but he is an industrial hooker, you know, and uh, hard-working industrial hooker. And, you know, I'm not saying he's of the same ilk as Roby, but he could, I think he'd definitely... Fill, fill a hole, you know, and then there's other class around him. So um, I don't think they'll miss Roby quite as much as people would would expect. Uh, I think they'll do okay this year. I, I, I think they'll do very well this year, and we'll come on to that later on. So um, do you think with London that they got promoted so late that they've just they've no players to pick from? Oh, yeah. It's been, it's, it must have been incredibly difficult for them to... to last minute, you know, getting promoted. And I think that is the, one of the, the problems with promotion and relegation. You, 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 you get promoted, all of a sudden you're the last in the in the queue to, to start signing players because uh, you don't know what your budgets are until the last minute and all the rest of it. Uh, yes, yeah, so it's, it's, it's going to be difficult, really difficult for them. Yeah, and finally on London, like not many well-known players there. I know names don't exactly make winning teams, but um, you know, you, you kind of scan scan over the uh, the names there, and there's not many that kind of stand out. No, I think they brought Hakim Maloudi in, aren't they? Who yeah. um, was in Super League a few years ago. Yeah, exciting player, so it'd be good to see him back uh, back in a, back on British soil. Okay, moving on to the Saturday then, 17th of February. First game on the Saturdays, Castleford Tigers against Wigan Warriors. Yeah, so the good news for London is Castleford are in the league. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's getting clipped. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what can you say about Castleford? There's been absolutely loads of players outgoing and there's loads of players incoming. Who knows what sort of team um, Castleford are going to have this year? But, yeah. but I, you know, it's, there was a lot of Championship players. There's a lot of Queensland Cup players being brought in. Um, 
we'll see. We'll see. It's, um, but I don't think they're going to stand much chance against Wigan. I'll put it that way. Yeah, I think we both agree on this one. Uh, I've, I've got them down a substantial win for Wigan there. Um, I think Wigan is going to be the domineering force this year in Super League again. And uh, they're going to be hard pushed and they won't be pushed by Castleford on game one. But, you know, so uh, I'm going Wigan. Yeah, I'm going, without doubt, I'm going Wigan. I mean, you've only got to look at how good they were last year and it felt like... It felt like winning the grand final were only just the start for Wigan. And then you look at who they brought in. Cruz Lehman from Gold Coast Titans. Uh, Luke Thompson is in. He potentially might not even be starting Luke Thompson there. The yeah. pack's that strong. You know, he's going to be coming in off the bench, but you know, from Canterbury Bulldogs. It's just, it's just that Wigan side is just class throughout it. And, um, I, you know, I think they'll make easy work at Castleford. And then it'll be on to the big game against Penrith. Yeah. Yeah, well, I can't wait for that one. Uh, unless... Which is a sellout. Unless they kind of rest a few players with a, at one eye on Penrith. But, you know, are is you that gonna, Wigan's are you, way? Are you going to rest somebody on first week at season? Nah, even if you are playing Castleford at the jungle, it ain't going to happen, is it? Right, well, we'll see. Um, okay, on to the next game. Then, We've on agreed Saturday. on every one so far. This must, no, be, a f- this must be a first. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Uh, well, we'll see on this one. So we've got Catalan Dragons versus Warrington Wolves. So uh, what are we calling this? This is the difficult one, isn't it? Yeah. Out of all these fixtures, this is the real difficult. So Catalan, uh, they've lost a lot of players. Um, noticeably, Tompkins, Mitchell Pierce, uh, Tyrone May. They aren't easy players to replace. No, so much experience. Uh, you know, they brought in Farge and... Nicarima, yeah. Jordan Abdul is uh, probably one of their big signing, isn't it? Um, it's interesting to see how he gels with that team and how he settles in the south of France. Uh, but I've, I've got Catalan. I ain't got them doing nowhere near what they did last year. I don't, I don't know where you've ranked them this year. Uh, well, I'll tell you now, I've got Catalans to win that. Right. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? <laughs> I, I, I haven't made up my mind. Um, well, you need to, because, you know, you can't listen to me and then make up your mind based on what I say. Well, fine, then. I'm going Warrington. <laughs> I thought you might. The Burgess era begins. Yeah, you're a massive Burgess fan, and you, you're letting your heart rule your head there. But it's Catalan. It's in Catalan's bloody backyard, you know, and um, that's a hard place to go and play. Especially on, on game one. I think Warrington Wolves still got a lot of shaking out to do, regardless of who the head coach is. So um, I'm going for Catalans there. Might be a narrow win, but I think I think Catalans will win it. Right. Well, I'm um, just for sake of we can't agree on everything. And yeah, I want Warrington to win this one. I want them to go to South France, kick Catalans to the floor, and uh, yeah, get the win under Burgess. And the, the big fucking story begins <laughs> that'll be turned into a film in years to come. I, I hope. Be like Gladiator 2. I, I do hope so. I do hope so. Russell Crowe, his mate, you know, so I hope so. Um, okay, so we've looked at the fixtures. We've created, we've done our predictions for uh, for for the season. So, uh, wrong, for the for the first round. Yeah, for the first um, round. So if we can do our predictions for how the table's going to finish up then, you know, how do you want to do this? What's the best way to do this? Uh, I'll go first then, and I'll start bottom to top. Right. Yeah, so right, 12th. <laughs> yeah. London Broncos. Agreed. Fighting so, that out with Castleford Tigers. Yeah, agreed. Shall I, shall I tell you what I agree with and what I don't agree with? And work up the ladder together. Right. 
Well, no, I'll no, do, I'll no, do okay, mine. Right, I'll right. do mine 12 to 1, and then you yeah. can do yours. Right. 12, London, 11, Castleford, 10, Hull FC. Going to have a bad year this year. Nine, Huddersfield, Ian Watson, also for the chop by the end of the season. Eight, Catalan. I've got them right Whoa. down in eight. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I, I just can't. Well, you think, you think, the, the, you think just, Mitchell Pierce and Tyrone May, you reckon they made that much and, of a And Tompkins. Yeah. And there's others. They, they've had a big exodus of players. I don't think they've, they're as strong. Gouda to Leeds as well. Um, Lee, seventh. Right. Salford, sixth. Warrington, I've got just making the top five, uh, but don't think they'll finish any higher than that. Leeds, I've got in fourth this year. Thank you very much. Hull KR, third. Yeah. The surprise team, I think they'll be pushing this year. I hope so. Uh, and I, I think, yeah. Uh, Saints second, and I think Wigan will. Uh, yeah, we, I think Wigan will be too strong for anybody this year. Well, but I hope not. We're we're quite <laughs> close, um, and I wonder if people watching this have done their predictions and what they think, uh, whether they agree, disagree. You've got people in different places, but this this is how I kind of see the season unfolding, right? So here we go, number twelve. Yep. Sorry, London. You know, number twelve. Uh, Cass eleven. Oh, we agree. That's two, two. Hull FC ten. Oh, bloody hell! Huddersfield seven, uh, nine. So far, I've yeah, yeah. Match the. F- this is where it changes. Eight got Salford. Right. Um, I then think it's going to be wire seven. I think they're going to be five six five six five six. End of the end of the year, going to drop down to finish seven. Right. Um, which will allow Lee to be number six and uh, Hull KR five. Leeds fourth, to be honest, that's a bit of a heart. A very hopeful of that, um, but uh, there's certainly strong enough players in Hull, Hull KR and Lee and Wire to, to knock Leeds off, so that's really, really in contention. I think Catalans will be third. Um, Saints second and Wigan absolutely storming. And I think Where did they, you have Hull KR? Hull KR, I've got fifth. Okay. Uh, I think... Wigan may wrap this competition up in record time, um, if if everything pans out like the way we expect. So you never know with injuries, do you? No, you don't know. Uh, that's, that's and they picked up a couple of injuries already. You know, I, I see some of their forwards are already um, kind of struggling with injuries. So you know, like I said, you don't know. But there's so much depth in that squad. Yeah. Right. Last question then: Who do you think is going to be <clears throat> man of steel this year? Uh, this is a really tough one, being you know the expert that I am. <laughs> uh, but this is what this is what I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it. Can I have can I have two possibilities? Go on then. I'll give you two. Right. So there's either to set the scene, either Bevan French will double up, right, or a previous Man of Steel winner will win it again. Daryl Clark. Nah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think he's got every, all the makings of a fucking blazing season. Right, I'll go with mine. I'm pinning all my. All you're not having two. I'm having an option. No, I'm going. I'm going. Hull KR massive season. Mikey, Mikey Lewis. Mikey Lewis. I knew you were say Mikey, Mikey Lewis. Lewis. It's a good shout. He just, you know, when you watch a player who's like just come up, I think he's going to hit that golden season this year. Uh, and I hope he does because that'll make Super League so exciting. Yeah, he's he's an absolute class act and a, and a joy to watch. You know what I mean? He riles the crowd up. He's 
equal parts arrogance and uh, you know plays with his art on his sleeve yeah, as well, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, he does. You know, and, and the standout clip is that kid in the crowd. Have you seen it? Where he's got the yeah. try and his arms out. Um, absolute standout, standout clip. Um, I just want to do a little bit of announcement, actually. Whilst, whilst we, you know, when we finish <laughs> off the thing, we've got, we've got something new for uh, for this season. Carl's come up with these tri-line treats. Okay, so a little bag of sweets. Now, every uh, podcast episode, we're going to give you the opportunity to win a little bag of tri-line treats. Um, so this week, fully branded up. Yeah, fully branded up. You got your sweets in there. Where, where, where are the sweets, Carl? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm filling it. All <laughs> oh, right, you got filling yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Straight front print, isn't uh, it? But, but they've got sirloin on there. The the rugby league outsiders podcast mascot. Uh, who's a year old? Who's a year old this week? Um, so we need we need a bit of a question for for this for, to to win the tryline treats for this week. Oh, it's, it needs to be a question about this week, then, doesn't it? Like about one of the games this week, like. Uh... Okay, so here's the question then. So, in order to get your hands on some of the uh, the tryline treats, okay, the question is, and it's closest wins. All right, all you need to do to enter is post your um, time in the comment section on on YouTube. Okay, so stick them on there. No, no other platform will count. I'm afraid. Um, so stick it on YouTube. Uh, it's the 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 closest. At what minute will the first try of the season be scored? All right, so the closest to the actual, excuse me, time will win the trial line treats. I'm going first. Eight minutes. Eight minutes? Eight minutes in, Hulk KR are going to score. Michael Lewis? Not necessarily Michael <laughs> Lewis, but I, 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 yeah, for, and that'll start the drubbing for all FC. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's going to be a little bit longer than that. I think they're going to be feeling each other. Oh, or is it? Or is it? You can just imagine it, can't you? Is <laughs> um, it Ben Crooks that bloody... Scored within like forty seconds. Yeah, it? we're at um, a magic weekend or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like that. It was absolutely mental try. Uh, I'm gonna go nine minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. Cop out. That's all right. Cop out. All right. Okay. I'll, no, I'll... go ahead. You can have nine minutes because I'm confident. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. So I've got eight minutes. And wrong. Carl's got eight minutes. I've got nine minutes. Anybody else wants to come along and take 10 minutes, then they can do that. Um, thanks for watching this week. Uh, same episode. Uh, well, there'll be another podcast episode next Thursday going out at 6 o'clock. And don't forget our live broadcast every Tuesday where we cover six interesting news stories, predominantly from outside the Heartlands. Anything to finish off with, Carl? No, and uh, another team announcing the Midlands Nines next week on the, on, the, uh, on the live show, yeah. Oh, nice one. It's filling up quickly. Yeah, it is. Okay, so um, until then, take care. That's the final whistle for this week's episode of the Rugby League Outsiders. We hope you've enjoyed it. Don't forget to follow us on social media and share this podcast with your friends. And as always, if you have a story to tell, a club to plug, or a player that deserves recognition, we want to hear from you. So until next time on the Rugby League Outsiders, take care.